0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today.
2: Coming up on NBA Today, the Victor Wembanyama era in San Antonio. It began last night. Did he live up to the hype or did Lucas steal some of his magic? We dive in. And from Texas to the Big Apple, how the Celtics survived in the garden thanks to one of their new stars. I hear Big Perk, he might spy something brewing with his former team. Hmm. Plus, speaking of new faces in new places, Damian Lillard, he's set to make his debut in the regular season with the Bucks tonight. We're going to preview their opener against the Sixers. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, he is Zach Lowe, she is Shanae Gumake. he is Kendrick Perkins, I'm Malika Andrews, we are all here in our Seaport studios. I don't know about you, I'm in a good mood, I'm so flying high. We had 12 games of action last night, I promise, we're gonna get to each and every one of them in some way, shape, or form over the next hour, but there's no better place to start than the game that we all had circled on our calendar since the scheduling came out, the debut of one Victor Wembanyama in San Antonio. The building was packed I rarely say I am jealous of Richard Jefferson, but I was because he was in the building. This is what Victor was doing in warm-ups alone. So you know that when tip-off actually came underway, we were all excited to see it. It did not take much time, less than one minute, in fact, for Victor to leave his mark with that block on Kyrie Irving.
1: Yes, and look, this is the great part about big, the being able to block shots outside the paint. And look at the big fella. Well, he's not a big fella, he's a seven-four Kevin Durant, stretching the floor offensively. Look at the passion. You seen the veins in his neck? <laughs> did
3: then you then, see him,
1: Sinead? Oh, I
2: did. All right, cool. <laughs> Once again, pulls up for three, gets that one to go as well. Every single time he touched the ball, fans were excited. Those are the only three points those are the only points he would score rather through the first three quarters because he would struggle a little bit in foul trouble here so we're going to pick this one up at this point we're in the fourth quarter and this is really where Victor left his mark Zach
4: That was the first possession where he played center and immediately it was a lob dunk one possession
2: San Antonio a 3 to cut it to a two point game at this point and then once again Victor this is what it is all about. And one, he lets his passion be known.
1: And you gotta love it. Just look at the rim one. Somewhat of his size, the physicality. Watch this oh, here, Snake. Oh, Malika face up. Better
5: than never. Mitty! Yeah. Mitty! He, he doesn't, I even, tell see, you guys, he doesn't though, even see
4: Grant Williams. It all. wouldn't quite
2: see, be But enough he felt him. Because Dev, I mean, rather, Victor Wembanyama. I mean, Luka Doncic, one of the best closers in the game, even over Victor. Let's take a listen to Luka after the game
1: it was fun you know uh, we knew the whole building is gonna be loud and everything uh, you know he's probably one of the best prospect to enter the nba so uh, it was fun you know uh, for me personally i like
5: challenges so that was a fun challenge
6: of course i'm going to think about this game because it's the only game i've ever played so but uh you know, it's, uh, it's a long season. We got, honestly, we got other things to take care of. And One of that. the toughest things for a player is you get into foul trouble and you never get in a rhythm and you're in and out of the game and that sort of thing. So I thought his maturity showed even at a young age where he came in with the last, I think, seven minutes and just played. We ran some stuff for him. He executed where a lot of guys would have been totally out of it by then because they were in foul trouble and didn't get their rhythm. So I thought he had a, a wonderful outing.
2: So Wemby was in a little bit of foul trouble that was for the first three quarters but then he flipped the switch in the fourth he scored nine of his final 15 points in that last frame that's thanks in part to his aggression getting a little bit closer to the rim in the fourth quarter. I think that even Victor would say right it was a little bit of an up and down night for him but what stood out to you from his debut perk.
1: The number one. That's how many national televised games the Spurs had last season. I already know, look, Victor went beyond, but he's that dude before he even plays his next game. But they got 20 national televised games. I was watching the Spurs play last night because I wanted to see Victor Wembanyama more Victor Wembanyama. And you know what happens when you're in the locker room and the Spurs only had one national televised game? See, other guys want to be seen, right, and put the world on notice. And that's okay, but they have to realize that we're here to watch one person and one person only, and that's the guy that is going to be the future face of the NBA. Sure. Now, I have no complaints about what he did because he was in foul trouble, his growing pains, a lot of things going through his mind but at the end of the day it was sometimes he was standing around too much and he needs to demand the ball more and pop needs
4: to get him the ball more he is gonna lead the league in forced uh oh's when a jump shooter rises. Oh no! I can't. You, you don't. You don't see a guy like Kyrie Irving in that clip raise up for a jumper, and a guy who's right in your line of sight just walk over the guy who's not guarding, you and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna take that right out of the air. And you saw other jump shooters late in the game. Uh oh. Uh oh. He is. Perk called it. Defensive player of the year, you might be right, big fella. If the Spurs win enough games, he's going to have a shot. I'm I here for this. I can't
5: even kick my legs. Uh-oh. You can. Let's just Careful. keep him down there. You don't yeah. want to pull is, a this is, muscle. This is. A <laughs> what is this? Yeah, you don't yeah, want to pull precarious. a muscle, big bro. Uh, the Spurs' <laughs> offense is going to be a work in progress, but their defense through Victor webenyama has real potential, yep. at least individually, and the numbers are staggering. When Victor was on the floor, 35% of the Mavs' shots came in the paint. When he was off of the floor, Fifty percent of the mass shot came in the paint, mind you. He only played 23 minutes, so he has an effect. The distance you talked about it on first take, Malika. Three feet difference. People are shooting further back based on Victor. So defensive player of the year. I thought at first I was like, that's that's interesting. Low in history for a rookie, but very possible for this guy. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't happen, but I just we, this all is all
2: the flowers something. But yes, it's too early for you to get all about flowers. Kendrick Perkins. And Kendrick, you are a winner. We talk about winners on this show. I don't want us to overlook the main reason why Victor went home with the L last night in his first game. We know that Kyrie and Luka are some of the best closers in the NBA. Luka Doncic, his brilliance, it was on full display. If the end of last season left a sour taste in Mavs fans' mouth, Luka Doncic quickly reminded them that when you have a perennial MVP candidate, you always have a chance. He finished with 33-13-10. and 10. That includes the winning play after winning play, after winning play down the stretch. He became the third player all-time with a 30-point triple-double in a season opener. And look who he joined. Oscar Robertson, Giannis Kumpo. Those were some big-time names. So, Chine, it wasn't just the numbers right, that impressed you about Luka. It was how he did it down the stretch. Tell us more please, ma'am.
5: Oh, I will, and it's Time to talk nerdy. Last season, the Mavs were the third slowest team in the league. But for moments like this, times like this, it absolutely pays off. Luka Doncic single-handedly brought the Mavs a win down the stretch with his scoring, playmaking, but most importantly, his change of speed. Oftentimes, players speed up to explode. This time, he slows down. Uses a screen, slows down, keep his defender on the back. Down, down in this situation, and able to get the and one. Slows down again. This This time draws two. Kicks to the corner to Kyrie. Fourth quarter. Down one, big shot to get the lead again. And then last but not least, this is the dagger. Send the double. He's on an island. This is his signature step back. Whether it is finishing at the rim and one, finding people in the corner, assist for three. And then lastly, just doing it himself, Luka showed up like he didn't miss a beat. And in clutch time, Luka generated more points himself than the Spurs did overall. He had 11 points while the Spurs had eight in the final five minutes of the game. Plus he finished with a step back dagger. It was his change of speed. Very often we see players go super fast to explode, but instead Luca slows down and it works to his advantage. Today, this is what Mavs fans want to see early in
2: the season. But while Luca was great, especially down the stretch, Zion Williamson, I mean, he may have even been a little bit better here. We have all been waiting to see what Zion will look like. Oh, by the way, that's Jaron Jackson Jr., the reigning defensive player of the year in the middle there. Zion says, that's okay, I don't care, get out my way, on!
1: And then off the split of the pick and roll, and then right here, look, just off the verge, catching lines, but the passion. Look at his teammates. Yeah, Zion,
4: that's what he need, Malika.
2: These are the same teammates that called him and said, we need a little bit more. And he said, okay, copy, I've got you, Zach.
4: I mean... That's a face-up drive from a, a tank. I mean, that's ridiculous. And no one catches lob. The spin for the lob is Zion sting No one has ever done it with that level of explosion.
2: Finishes over Xavier Tillman there. The Pelicans get the win over the shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies. Zion Williamson, he scored the final 12 points for the Pelicans against the Grizzlies. That was tied for the third most consecutive points to end a game in franchise history. And the name at the top of that list, Zion Williamson himself with 14 straight in 2022. So, Perk. You have said that Zion was the number one player. Look at his face. The most to prove this season. And now you are mean mugging me. Are you ready to believe in him again? Hell no. Oh, Hell no. And I'm not
1: about to go off for one game last night going against the Memphis Grizzlies with a depleted roster. Now, look, it's great to see him out there. But correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't the Pelicans start this way last season? Wasn't they They one of the best teams in the Western Conference? Yes, sir. Wasn't Zion Williamson doing MVP-type things? Yes. And then what happened? So it's never a knock on what Zion could do and how dominant he could be. It's if he could sustain this, if he could keep it going, if he could be consistent. Now talk to me, game 60 of the season, then I might change my mind.
2: Well, Shanae, it wasn't just 60.
5: It's it's you want to see sis for 65. Yes. For me, for Zion, the threshold is playing 65 games. That's the new rule that the NBA instituted in case you missed it in the offseason. That allows you to be award eligible. So you're no longer just going to be an all-star. You have to be award eligible. Play 65 games. Then we'll be hyped.
4: Let's just put that in perspective. 65 games? You want 65 games in one season? From Zion. Okay, that's great. We all want that. He's played 114 in four seasons. So, look, the Pelicans, when they're healthy, have as good a shot at anyone other than Denver and Phoenix at getting a top-four seed in the West. Not necessarily making a finals run. Like, I think the Lakers and the Warriors have more chance to do that. But top-four home court advantage, that's in play for them. But, look, one game. Like, the, the NBA season is about durability and being on the court. And, like, 65 games would be more than half of the total he's played in his entire career.
2: Yeah, so it's exciting beginning, but we need to see it just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do, Zach. We speak in hyperboles on television. Still to come on NBA. <laughs> you didn't CK. yell at Perk about that. <laughs> I yelled at Perk the rest of the day. Jason Tatum and the Celtics—they were seeing green last night. Hey, big Perk, you're going to talk about why their new additions may make them more dangerous than ever.
5: Ooh, Ooh I'm like to this. hear that. Yeah, and
2: something. Joella Embiid and the Sixers—they <laughs> head into Milwaukee tonight without James Harden. So we might have the latest. We have the latest on his situation with the organization. Plus. Steph Curry, De'Aaron Fox, they have some exclusive news to share and what it has to do with Steph, what he's doing now that hasn't been done since Michael Jordan. NBA Today, we'll be right back.
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
3: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills Go to Shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash network.
4: We all got to be willing to do more because we haven't accomplished what we're trying to do. I think definitely hearing my voice a little bit more this season, JT's voice a little bit more this season. Everybody knows what our goal is, and everybody knows what the goal is. Adding myself, adding Drew now,
3: it's clear what we're trying to achieve here. I know this is a blue collar town. They love people that work hard and they put their heart into it. Every time I step into the court, I give you my everything. This speaks to our eagerness to be the best possible team we can be. We're trying to win a championship.
2: what the Celtics were saying. Here's what they were doing in game one for the new look Boston squad. This is Tatum Brown, Drew Holiday, Chris Depp Porzingis in Madison Square Garden for their season opener last night against Stephen A's New York Knicks. We're going to pick up in the 4th quarter Porzingis was just
4: his former squad, Zach. I think that was about the time the Knicks was chanting something profane at him and he just threw it right back in the Oh yeah, f
5: Zingas, and it was not F. But that right there was a tough bucket. Coming back, trying to get the lead. Emmanuel quickly was
2: able to do that one. Quentin Grimes hits the corner three, puts the Knicks up six at this point. The bench is loving it. Aaron Judge is loving it. 320 to play here. Celtics still down six. Jason Tatum finds Drew oh. Holiday, cuts in for the layup. Dime! Beautiful, and you
5: would think it takes months of chemistry
2: to get that type of play. So, this is after Chris depps hits some free throws. The game is
5: all tied up at 101. And we don't even see the block party it was a two-way event two-way affair and then that's the three ball that mattered most tatum to porzingis for the
2: go-ahead three porzingis had 30 points in his celtics debut the celtics get the win 108 to 104 so christoph porzingis he made an immediate impact right his 30 points are the most by any player to make their celtics debut the only other celtics to even put up 25 in their debut was hall of famer dominique wilkins so kendrick perkins there's a new big man involved, Christopher yeah. Porzingis. He looks like he's a perfect fit, but you got the shades on. Does that mean...
1: That's a perfect fit. Oh, <laughs> That's a perfect fit.
2: I'm so glad my mother was able to give you those glasses. <laughs> he's sitting off to the side over there.
1: Here's the thing, Malik. I saw you on Countdown doing your thing yesterday interviewing Julius Randle. I saw the Madison Square Gardens fired up But guess what, Mm. (laughs) I spied something. I'm always peeping game from a player's kids I'm better known as Big Perk. And nothing gets past me.
3: Freeze!
1: Just when you thought it did get past me, there I am. I spy a problem, I spy it all. Tear the hell off. Now everybody kept asking me, Big Perk, you going to the game? am going to the game. No, I'm not going to the game. You know why? Because I like to be in my hotel room, laying in my bed with my toes doing this, eating food, ordering room service nonstop. But yesterday, I saw something. I seen something that I like, and I know I've been hating. I wouldn't call it hating, but critiquing. This young man presenting here it go. Look at this, the rim protection. Check him out the help. Is he playing volleyball? Julius Randle was 0 for 10 and trying to attempt shots or trying to make shots at the rim. And then you want spacing. Why did they trade Robert Williams and trust Prozingas? Look at Jason Tatum with the growth in his game, passing and trusting. Steph Curry's with the shot, boy. I'm loving it. Prozingas did his thing. I'm not ready to jump off the Bugs bandwagon just yet, but big fella, the city of Boston gonna love you if you keep doing those type of things.
2: Carry on. I mean, he was looking pretty good. Check that out behind you. The first player in NBA history with five three-pointers, four blocks in a team debut. That's not so bad. And guess what? You can check the Celtics' home opener out on our air as NBA Friday doubleheader kicks off right here on ESPN First. Boston hosts Jimmy Butler and the Heat at 7.30. That's followed by the Sacramento Kings hosting Steph Curry and the Warriors. Our NBA countdown crew gets it all started at 7. What do you say, Perk? Carry the hell on.
1: Yeah, that part. <laughs> Coming up
2: on NBA Today, LeBron made some must-hear comments while he was mic'd up on Tuesday. Could he already be growing a little bit frustrated with the way that he's being used on the court? You're going to want to hear that. And Steph Curry just added another line to his resume that hasn't been done since Michael Jordan. Find out what that is is and what it has to do with the Aaron Fox and our exclusive conversation. Plus, we're just over four hours away from Dame Time in Milwaukee. What message can they send tonight against the 76ers? Don't go anywhere. You're watching NBA Today.
4: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
2: So the 76ers and Bucks are the only two teams who have yet to see regular season action. That changes at 7.30 Eastern tonight when the two Eastern Conference contenders square off in Milwaukee. We saw Dame and Giannis together right in the preseason. But that big question, when are we going to see James Harden team back up with Joel Embiid? That one still remains. It's a good thing that here with us now is our senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. And usually Woj, we've been starting with sort of the Sixers side of this conversation. And I want to get to that. But... All of the actions from James Harden have been leading up to he would like to be traded. And the Clippers have been sort of that one team that was lurking around. Where do those talks stand now?
6: The Clippers have essentially now paused these talks with the Sixers on James Harden with the season starting. They've been in you know, very regular contact with the Sixers you know, over months and then in recent weeks. Trying a lot of different combinations to see if there's anything the Sixers would do for a James Harden trade. Philly has rejected them all, and essentially now, what the Clippers are saying: listen, they may revisit this again, right. and I'm sure they probably will at some point. But they're done talking for now. With the season starting, I think certainly you know they don't want Terrence Mann to have to keep seeing his name out there. They have rejected you know every Philly overture to include include Mann in any deal. Uh, but essentially, I think just. They tried. Philly has not wanted to do the deals they wanted to do. And the Clippers look around and they say, we're, we're the only bidder for James Harden. We're the only team offering anything. They don't want to bid against themselves. And you know, I think they get the sense uh, Philly's not ready to do the deal, certainly not ready to do it on the Clippers' terms. And so they're going to exit this for now again. They may pick this up again later, I think. But the idea that the Clippers and Philly will be going back and forth again, at least early in the season, uh, probably not in the foreseeable future.
2: Okay, so for now, the pause button has been hit by the Clippers. Harden is not, though, with the team in Milwaukee. What are the Sixers hoping to achieve here with him not being on this road trip?
6: Uh, the, The Sixers want to see how serious James Harden is about playing for this team about ramping up now. He's been away from the team, hadn't practiced since October 15th before he was on the court with them yesterday. You know, he's not been around enough to know the plays. Now, he's an extremely smart player. He'll pick him up uh, as he starts playing five-on-five, and he's with this group. They wanted him to stay back in Philly at their practice facility mm. so he can work with their development guys, the training staff, have access, you know, to all the, uh, the rehab equipment you have in the building. This is a 34-year-old player, history of hamstring injuries. You're not trying to go 0-60 to 60 here and have an injury. But they want him to start getting closer to playing right. and see if he follows down this path. And again, to see how serious he is about starting this season. They want him on the court. Uh, they've always wanted him on the court. They don't really want to trade him. Uh, but I think if they go through this process and there's some kind of a sidetrack, if there's some kind of a situation yeah. where you know Harden doesn't, play then they kind of know where they are which is maybe he's not as serious about being a part of this but they've got to find out and here's their window now to find out about Harden
2: I don't want to oversimplify this but it it sounds a little bit Zach like a a game of chicken like are they is he serious does he actually want to be here does he actually want to do this and if so we're I'm mixing metaphors calling bluffs playing chicken but it feels like all of those metaphors put together
4: it's like a three-pronged game of chicken you have the Sixers and Harden who have just sort of delayed and delayed and delayed any finality here. You could be away from the team. We're not finding you They're in this nether world of like what is he is he on the team is he not on the team. The games are starting. How long can they put that off until one of them has to make a move. And then over here are the Clippers who are like. How are we supposed to negotiate in a situation like this? We don't know what is going to happen with your team. We don't know what's going to happen with our team. Maybe we're so good that we conclude we don't need to trade future assets to James Harden. Or maybe
6: Kawhi gets hurt and we're not good enough to justify trading assets for James Harden. Let's wait and see. And that's exactly it, Zach. The the Clippers want to see what they look like with a healthy Kawhi Leonard, a healthy Paul Paul George to start the season and see if this group around them how good can this team be? And we know it is built around the health and availability of those two players. You know what I want to see? Oh the
1: energy of the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. I want to see if we're going to see Chess bumping. I want to see if we're going to see high-fiving. I want to see from the 13th or 14th man on the roster, is he going to be up clapping the whole game like – That's the energy I want to see if they're going to have it or not. And that's going to determine whether or not this situation is affecting the locker room. Number two, can Tyrese Maxey take that leap to help Joel Embiid? We know he could get a bucket. We know this. Can he take that leap to help Joel Embiid get easy baskets? He is going against Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Robin Lopez, that's a lot of bodies. Right. He's going to need those easy looks at the elbows and uh, at the rim.
5: Yeah, the Clippers are not the only team making an assessment. I think the Sixers are now making an assessment and you're absolutely right, Perk, because Tyrese Maxey, I mean, this is the first time today, okay? Tyrese Maxey is the odds-on favorite to win most improved and he already averaged, what, 19-20 last year? In 24 games that James Harden missed last season, he averaged 25-5. and five. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is an assessment, not just of what the Clippers are but it's also addition potentially by subtraction
4: tyrese Maxey is right now the most interesting player in the league who's actually playing basketball because if you look at the numbers look at those numbers with harden on the floor 16 pick and rolls per 100 possessions that's like a eh. average wing player 58 when james harden was on the bench last year i have never seen a discrepancy like that based on the presence or absence of a teammate We know he can score, but Joel Embiid won the MVP behind those little 12- and 13-foot jumpers that Harden set him up for. Does Tyrese Maxey have that in his game? If he does and the Sixers exceed expectations, that's another plot twist in this whole soap opera
6: that apparently will just never end. And Tyrese Maxey spent the last few months watching the players in his draft class get their rookie contract extensions, including several players who got Max extensions and. The expectation was Maxi would get a max extension in this, yeah. but the Sixers kicked it to next year. It allows them to perhaps have more salary cap space before they max out Maxi, uh, but certainly he's on pace to be a player who gets a, a deal like Tyrese Halliburton got, a LaMelo Ball got. Uh, and so, you know, certainly that's part, of, I think, of his thinking this year, too. Uh, I don't know that he has to prove more to get that extension, yeah. but. He is going a year without getting that deal, and and that's very different. The last player we really could think about, organization who did that to be able to create cap space, the Spurs did that with Kawhi Leonard's extension.
2: Right, and I can't <coughs> wait for the day that I get to call him maxed out max. Yeah, that was this a good is one, Moj. That, it that was a good one. Maxed out Maxi. All right, that is the 76 er side of this, but obviously bar. the Milwaukee Bucks also in action tonight. We get to see in the regular season for the very first time Damian Lillard and Giannis Attentacumpo. So, Kendrick Perkins, I feel like it would get monotonous if we did not get a word of the day for <laughs> you oh, 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 this
1: superstar uh, Well, duo. look, I didn't give you words, I didn't give you numbers, but the one thing I'm about to give you right now is the album of the day? What a time <laughs> to be alive! You know something? That, you know who album that is? Woj? Tommy, Perk, Drake, and Future. And you know why? Because they have hits like <laughs> really big things. Yeah, yeah. the big rings.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> And so you know,
1: with really big rings, you see all the diamonds. That's the only thing Milwaukee you needs. You see the right way. we we'll go ahead. I got, I got a really really big, big team. Hey, I, mean, I was really ready for the That's what I was waiting on, <laughs> but look. That's the only thing that they need to be worried about. That's why it's the album of the day. Zach, look at me and let me explain. Well, you're it. smacking the I don't tongue. understand.
5: No, Watch the table, no, Perry. Let
1: me tell you why. Because it's all about rings when we're talking about Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's the only reason that they paired up. And that's the only reason Damian Lillard is over there with Giannis. I understand that. I don't understand how you just get to make up the rules of perks word today because again is perks and i was waiting on shanae and malika to give me the energy and the vibe then they gave it to me late but here we are
5: okay no we always
2: got your back though. We'll, well yeah we'll, we'll get some bars
4: in i for you. can't wait i can't wait. started with the bars though whoa
2: started with the bars. real quick before you go i understand you have some coaching news for us to round out this all over the place
6: set. <laughs> yeah rick carlisle the pacers coach does not sing but second stint, <laughs> second stint in Indiana, beginning his third year, he got a, a new deal today, and this is obviously a, a team in a rebuild. Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner, and now Rick Carlisle, a new deal uh, with Indiana. Woj, well, thank, well, thank you so, so, so much
2: for spending some time hard. with us here on <laughs> NBA Today. Coming wow. up on our show. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins, Steph Curry is adding an element to his resume that hasn't been done since Michael Jordan. Find out what it is, what it has to do with NorCal rival De'Aaron Fox. Don't go anywhere. It's time for a little coast to coast and we're going to start with the Cleveland Cavaliers because they were down six with under 80 seconds to play in Brooklyn. Then Donovan Mitchell took over. He had a little step back mid range. Then he had a little steal action right here. Finishes this one off with a slam. I mean he kept going including a winning three. Zach how far can Mitchell carry this team?
4: Second round, win a playoff series after last year's disaster is on the table. And Max True 7-3, shout-out, great offseason acquisition by the Cavs. That shot is haunting Stephen A. somewhere.
0: All right,
2: heading out west. Ouch. It looked like Lob City again, uh, in L.A. The Clippers, they had 15 dunks in their win over the Blazers. Shanae, if healthy, is this a contending squad?
5: Oh, absolutely, but it's a big old if. And since we're doing shout-out, Zach, shout-out to Zubats, 20 and 12. Also, shout-out to most threes, assists in a Clippers opener, including those 15 dunks, 16 assists, assists. Uh, 36 assists, 16 threes. I mean, but they are playing, you know, the Blazers, so. Sure, yeah. but wow. they're a high flight. Not to be flying. mean, but like Let's a keep it
2: pushing to the broadcast did, did look excellent with Portland. Quite possibly the play of the night, though, it came in Salt Lake City where the Kings knocked off the Jazz. Malik Monk! Oh my
1: God! Park,
2: Kings the most fun team in the NBA to watch?
1: Oh, yes they are. You know why? Because <laughs> of their fan base. Look, light up the beam and light up the loud when you go to Sacramento. Whoa! <laughs>
2: well, the Kings, they're going to attempt to light one of those, the beam, in front of their home crowd for the first time tomorrow when Steph and the Warriors are in Sacramento that game is going to be on ESPN and ahead of that I sat down with Steph Curry and De'Aaron Fox. It is rare that two star players from opposing teams are sitting next to one another, but this is for a special occasion. what's going on.
3: I'm the very first Curry brand athlete and I'm extremely excited about the opportunity uh, that he's given me and Um, I want to take this, obviously, individual I want to continue to grow, but also I want to help his brand as well. So um, there's a mutual respect and a mutual agreement that we have, and uh, we want to be able to grow this together. This is definitely a special occasion. I've been rocking Curry brand and Under
1: Armour since 2013, and Curry brand's been in existence since 2020. But to be able to partner with somebody like D-Fox, while we're still competing, while we're still battling. And so for me, like, to be sitting next to him, to understand uh, what this opportunity really means and allow him to, you know, take it and run with it is uh, a dream come true for me, because there's no better guy than him.
3: Throughout the playoffs, this happened a lot. Like, we would show our, um, our team would show the shoes, and they're like, oh, he's wearing steps, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I'm going to bust his ass in the shoes. that's how I'm thinking about it. Like, they're like, oh, you see someone with your shoes on, you like, I got them. I'm like, well, What if you see someone with your shoes on and they're coming at you? So it's like it's it's kind of a mind game on both sides. I feel like and I'm like, I'm trying to play it on this side.
2: You can check out our full conversation with Steph and De'Aaron tomorrow on NBA Today. Still to come on our show, the Bulls, they held a players only meeting after just one game. Is this early season summit a little bit of sign of a trouble in Chicago already? That's when we come back.
3: Welcome to another season of great NBA basketball on ESPN. We are absolutely fired up. Uh,
4: A here. show is being put on by zero. Westbrook, the 0 Opening night, there's just something so special about it. Oh, goodness. Just emasculated him! If your team can overachieve and be the surprise. There's hope for everyone. Got
3: it! Oh! He brought the house down!
4: Look at this kid!
2: Man, the action last night was fun. Welcome back to NBA Today. We're coming to you live from Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection, it starts with Patron. There were so many games last night, we don't have time to discuss all of them. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little chop it or drop it. And we're going to start with the Minnesota Timberwolves because Karl-Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards missed a combined 36 shots in their loss to Toronto. They had the worst opening night shooting percentage by any duo in NBA history in the shot clock era. Minimum 50 attempts. Zach concern level about their fit together, chop it or drop it?
4: I'm dropping it. It's not the fit that I'm concerned about on the Timberwolves, let's put it that way.
2: Okay, fair enough. We're going to drop that and keep an eye because there's such a slim margin for error in the West. Error in the West. Ben Simmons had four points though, 10 boards, nine assists, and the Nets lost to Cleveland. But here's the deal, he only played two minutes in the fourth quarter. Perk, can the Nets use Ben Simmons in crunch time, chop
4: it or drop it?
1: <laughs> I'm dropping it. I, I don't want to talk about Ben Simmons.
4: I'm gonna, I'm gonna chippity chop it a little bit. <laughs> uh, what one stat column? I just, what did I keep saying about Ben Simmons? The only thing that matters. Do you play like you're afraid to get fouled? Okay. Zero free throw attempts free throw. last night. That's what I'm looking at every night. Chop, chop, chop. Just chippity
2: chippity <laughs> chop it. Because he said, all right. How about this? Bruce Brown, did you chop, see chop, what he chop. showed up to in his Pacers Yes. Yes. I mean, Shanae, I think we need to get you this fit. He was dressed like this, my friend. Yep. Led the team with 24 points in the win. Indiana put <laughs> up 143 was to like this. on the Wizards. Shanae,
5: Pacers, do they have a chance to be sort of this year's Kings? Chop it or drop it? Oh, they, they do. And by the way, I had that fit growing up in Texas. And by the way, they didn't uh. just drop 143. They dropped so many players with double figures. I think eight guys in double figures. This is a fun team to watch. Don't sleep on the Pacers. I love it. That was a drop-ish. All right, what Was this? that a drop? Oh, I
2: didn't even Alexander drop. Oh, Alexander yeah. had 31-10 and 10 <laughs> to open up his season. OKC blew out the Bulls by 20 points. It was bad enough that the Bulls, apparently, they held a players-only meeting after the game. Billy Donovan, your thoughts, please. Did
0: the players request that to, for you guys to kind of make stay out of the room?
4: No, I kind of had just walked in there to talk to them, and they were talking, and I said, you know, do you guys need space?
6: And they just said yes, so I walked out. Who was the leader of that conversation? I have no idea. I walked in there, they were all talking, which
0: is good. Good. It's good.
2: Uh, perk, players only meeting after one game? Are we chopping it or are we dropping it?
1: Well, we're we chopping it up. We're chopping it up. Matter of fact, they need to be chopping it up, and I believe they will chop it up between Billy Donovan and the team because there's no way in hell that you start your first game of the season and you're having a players only meeting. What are you talking about? Seriously, what are you talking about in the players' only me? Are you saying, hey, man, you need to know your role, you need to know this, or are you talking about the coach? Are you talking about the coach? How many times did we hear what? Go ahead. How many times last season was Billy Donovan bumping heads with certain guys, bumping, guys, bumping heads with play calling, things of that nature, the first game of the season? The first game of the season?
4: I hope that someone within the Bulls organization is starting work on the banner they can hang for the fastest players-only meeting in the history of professional sports. This is the land speed record for an intense players. I didn't even know it was possible. I, 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 like, what are you talking about? I, I thought the about? tweet was fake. Like, they had a players-only meeting already? Yeah. They're 0-1. <laughs> <laughs> they got thumped at home, but they're 0-1. Like, this is a team that's built to win now and just has not won enough, and at some point... They got
5: to start winning. I will say this. A loss to the Thunder means something different now than it did in years past. So, like, if you're like, oh, they lost to the Thunder, like, that's a good team. But the reality is, is that last season, a big issue for them was that they struggled, the Bulls, in the second half. And if you saw how the game progressed, you have to play with heart. And I think the reason why they're talking about things right now is because they didn't resolve things in the past. And if you listen to Coach Billy Donovan, he said, hey, last year we would have not even talked. So, at least it's good that we're talking now. But I agree, Perk. This would never happen so early because the vibes you come into game one with are immaculate. Anything is possible. So yes, the banner should go up, and I never thought that would be a banner we'd be talking about.
4: We got to have a players-only meeting after this. this, this, this. Uh, for, well, no, How no, often we
5: do
2: How do players-only meetings work, though?
1: It, like, it, well, usually you call it a come-to-Jesus meeting. So it's it's really tension in the locker room while somebody not feeling what somebody else is doing, like. We had the players only meet one time on the actual plane before we took off. The coaches wasn't allowed to come on. And you know what happened? Guys got things off their chest. So they were able to call out one another. Her, man, I feel like you ain't doing your role. You trying to do this, you trying to do that. It's it's calling out others' hidden agendas and nipping it in exactly. the bud to get to one goal, and that one goal is to win and put yourself in position to actually win the championship.
5: Players-only meetings are about speaking the unspoken truth that have affected you, affected you so far in the season, and that's why it's so shocking that it's game one. we usually like midway when we're making a playoff push, or you're in the playoffs right. and you really want to turn the tide. To have one this early makes me feel like the issues that happened last year were not resolved. Right.
2: And at the end of the season, when, you know, during exit meetings, the front office was talking about the fact that we never felt like a team, that, that that's what was said. It says we never felt like a team because we would come to practice, we would show up, but we were fractured. Well, and so that this feels like a continuation of that. And Park, it trickles down from your star players, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, it, it, that that is where this this I starts the tone. I
1: understand that, though, Malika, but, and you're not you're not wrong on what you're saying. But here's the here's the thing: they let they let go of their leader, and Patrick Beverly every franchise guy is not a vocal leader sometimes the guy in the locker room could be the 15 man on the roster and be the guy that's speaking up and holding guys accountable zach levine and demar DeRozan has never shown us signs that they were leaders
2: so
5: potentially and i wasn't in the meeting could that have been a topic of discussion I, it could be because at the end of the day, you need people that are capable of closing games. Sure. And if your issue is the second half, then who is going to step up? And actually, if you are having beefs with the coaching staff, sometimes you unite against the coach, not saying that he's doing a bad job, but you make you have those conversations say, like, well, let's control our own destiny. Billy I mean, Do- a play, I just think a players-only meeting Billy, after game believe one, me. That, <laughs> that's something Donovan, else.
1: Billy Donovan asked him, could he come in? I say it, Give All
2: right, we have you. an that's NBA Friday two. doubleheader perk. it's on ESPN and hopefully it does not include any in players only meeting the Heat Celtics 730 Eastern followed what? by the Warriors the Kings then the Sacramento Grand Prix oh, Sunday afternoon on ABC and then next week the Lions host their first Monday night football game since 2018 when they square off against the Raiders. What a way to wrap up October. It's the best time of year in sports except for June. Um, when we come back, LeBron James, he says he wants to play the point but to the the Lakers need to remind him that he can't wear every crown on the court. We we'll discussed that on the other side of the break.
4: NBA Today is brought to you by Shorezy. New season October 27th.
3: Streaming only on Hulu.
5: LeBron
3: averaging better than 24 points per game. This is why this arena is sold out tonight. LeBron. Here's James to the rim, it counts and the foul! LeBron James with a sensational move.
2: a fun fact for you guys tonight it's going to be LeBron's 41st time playing against the Suns in his career so it's literally half an NBA season that he has coming down tonight so back here with the panel guys we've discussed LeBron James playing under 30 minutes in the Lakers season opener that matches his total for all of last season playing an, a game with that few minutes but it kind of doesn't sound like he loves being used that way when he was miked up talking to Lakers assistant Phil Handy here's what he said
1: I do know I can
4: play point guard, too, right? Okay. We
1: got a lot of left. I can play the point with Rui in there or Austin and TP at the 2 and 3. I'm just out there just floating around.
4: So, Perk,
2: when LeBron James says he's just out there floating around, what's your response to that? He
1: pissed off, and he should be. Listen, D'Angelo Russell 1 needs to get off the ball. Okay, and LeBron James want to move back to the point forward position, damn it, let them do it. We were just talking about yesterday after the game won, I mean after their first game on, how Deese was scoreless in the second half.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: No easy buckets. LeBron James is going to set the table for him.:
4: In 21 years or whatever. whatever it's been, when LeBron wants something, he just goes and takes it in terms of a basketball role. If LeBron wants the ball, he can go get the ball. Austin Reeves isn't going to tell him no. Angelo Russell who tells him no. Put the Angelo Russell on the bench. And he, the guys he named, Rui, Austin Reeves, Torian Prince, he's naming shooters. And one thing I would like to see them do more is get LeBron and AD going in a pick and roll with shooting around them. Get AD diving to the rim. Get him some easy buckets. A little more of that. But LeBron, what LeBron what LeBron can take. It's
5: LeBron James. And what you just described is the Lakers championship recipe. LeBron surrounded by shooters and then AD playing his best version of basketball. But I do think that this minutes restriction sort of takes things out of his own control because typically when we see LeBron, yeah. it's opening night. What does he want to do? Oh, I'm going to make a mark. But they have a plan for the season. And I think this plan, now you're starting to see a little bit of flaws in it. And I absolutely agree with him. If he is on the floor, he should have the ball in his hands because no one has come out and said, I am a point guard that is capable of being able to distribute and get everything going. They struggled heavily against the Nuggets. Yeah. And so I think these, and also lastly, I'll say this, the way you talk to your assistant coach and your guy, Phil, is very different than how you talk to your head coach. And I appreciated that truth of LeBron speaking as well. The, the, the thing that I –
2: that. I thought about though when when LeBron was talking about his plan the 28 to 30 minutes a game he said I guess that's the plan that 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 term <laughs> I guess that applies maybe not being so sure that that's the plan that that you kind of would would like to see but tonight we are going to get to see LeBron James versus Kevin Durant in the regular season. Bradley Beal yeah. is out for this game. Devin Booker also out for this game. So, you know, potentially it could mean a little bit more Anthony Davis. So he's faced a lot of criticism since his opening night performance going scoreless in the second half. What do you expect of him tonight here, Zach?
4: I expect Anthony Davis to play well. He's going to be a great defensive player like he is every game. I think his over under is 22 points. Let's go over on that. And like, I, I think he's going to have a good game. We can't, we can't ride this roller coaster. I'm already tired from the Anthony Davis roller coaster. I want to get off. I want to get off I'm and dry. go on another ride. Go yeah. on another ride. What, are you yeah. like a teacups
5: type of guy, the one?
4: How about a water one where you go down and you a get carousel? splashed at the end? You want
5: to be on a carousel?
4: I'm not a child. I just don't <laughs> want to ride the He awesome started with
5: teacups. We will do Janae it. Janae
4: and I rode a yep. uh, carousel in Boston.
2: in Boston. There's some great videos images and videos of that. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, Perk, let's take a look at the prop bets for tonight. I want to show you a couple of these, and tell me which one do you think is the safest the best bet i know you want to make some money kd
1: kd 30.5 the my guy that i got picked to win the mvp look he did not perform well in game one No Bradley Beal, no Devin Booker. He's for sure going out there and giving them people the business tonight.
5: And neither did AD, which is why I'm taking the over on AD, especially going up with, you know, a few stars minus on the Suns. And so AD being able to, I mean, he went up against Jokic. As much as we talk about it was a bad game, he's going up against the guy who literally won a championship at home on ring night. So I give him a little. You're supposed
4: to ignore that and just criticize AD. Oh, yeah, just criticize and just just get on
5: top of the roller coaster and go, what? Whee! Is that what we're doing all year long? I'm
4: going over on all those. I already spoiled my AD one. When's the last time a LeBron points over-under was less than 20? 19.5 19.5?
2: place in all the bets. Over 19.5? Like, I like New York City, Zach. Yes. This is, one of, my, this is yeah. one of my best favorite versions. I actually
1: want to go there. watch the game with you tonight.
2: He won't watch it with you though. That's
4: just. Yeah, talking. he will. Maybe, maybe with Perk, I'll Zach? make an exception. Oh, Zach? really? Headphones?
2: Headphones? Yep. You know the Pistons aren't playing tonight, right? That's usually your your your. <laughs> saying, you you so like, you That's like gonna it for us here on NBA Today.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy tonight. Go today. ride a
4: carousel.
5: <laughs> okay, Zach the Grouch. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>